This is episode 66, Conquering Your SLP Fears. Welcome back, everyone. Here's another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And here's our podcast for the realistic SLP. Welcome. Here we are once again. In case you're a brand new listener. Oh. Yeah. Hi. Throw hi. Welcome. Thank you for listening to us. Welcome. We are a podcast and we just love to talk about all things SLPs and everything in between. Yeah. Lots of of in-between. Yeah, lots of in-betweens. But today we are gearing from the typical path, which we usually have wine and cheese, thus the name. But today we're like, let's chill. It's a nice day outside. It's It's early. It's early. So we were like, let's have some water with mint, lemon slices, and strawberries. Mm -hmm. And we're keeping it light with some cucumbers. I got some strawberries here, one of my favorite fruits. And some grapes, mm-hmm. you know, just feeling the fruity and lightness. You're feeling fruity? I'm feeling fruity. That's yeah, good. Yeah. good. How about you? What do you think of our uh, our fruitiness, our display here? I think it's good um, because yeah. this was kind of like a brunch episode. I appreciate you coming over so early to do this. No and, problem. Um, yeah, you know, it's a nice light snack. Love it. So today we want to talk about SLP fears. So this could really mean like anything you want it to be. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things. Those things. It's up for your interpretation. So before we get more into the topic, we're going to just talk about what are fears, right? So I obviously have some fears and you know people on the show know i'm t- really afraid of mice you know i'm definitely working on that so that's have you ever like seen a, a mouse i have and i'm working on it and you know? what would your reaction to a mouse be because i just can't really so, so believe like, that you're that afraid shocked like it's always like, shocked. Ah! yeah it's always that because i feel like i walk down the street in the city and like rats walk in front of me all the time all the time do you walk uh, around the city a lot um i'm scared okay let me take some deep breaths <laughs> You are really? No, I'm, I'm really getting better. Actually, I went to the Liberty Science Center mm-hmm. and they had this exhibit with all different animals and they had ones that are, I think they're considered mole rats and I slowly covered my eyes and then I started like giving myself a little peephole and slowly started walking closer and closer. And of course I had like support mm-hmm. thank you, Sal, uh, to help me like look at the mice and then and you just don't like the way they look desensitizing me i don't like the tail i don't like how they like they like move walk so quickly Uh i always like whenever i see one it's always like out of nowhere you know like they just like scramble or scurry across like i hate that part Mm -hmm. but i have to just remind myself like i'm safe i'm okay and i repeat that to myself what about hamsters hamsters i also do not like oh gerbils either yeah gerbils either what about it's squirrels Rats. squirrels are okay squirrels okay. Are okay chipmunks chipmunks are okay raccoons raccoons are okay <laughs> yeah. possums possums are disgusting but again <laughs> when i see it i have to coach myself but anyway so there are all, those are so that's a phobia technically i think i don't have a official diagnosis but there are slp fears we might have So psychology today talked about fears and they were saying how as humans, we do have that, uh, you know, in the back in the day when we were cave people, we would fears our fear 
would actually help us to survive. Right. Yeah. Like fear of like an intruder or like, oh, I'm not going to have enough saber tooth tiger. Yes, exactly. You should be afraid of that because it will eat you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's where comic relief comes from because like a saber tooth tiger might like attack a group or something or like they run away and then they're safe and then they all laugh because they're like, wow, we we escaped. We Ah. didn't die. So that's like the feeling you feel when you feel hear something funny. So according to psychology today, what causes fear? So fear is a vital response to physical and emotional danger, and it has strong roots in human evolution, right? So if people didn't feel fear, they couldn't protect themselves in these life or death situations. But in the modern world, individuals often fear situations where the stakes are much lower, right? It's not life or death, but their body and brain may still treat the threat as lethal, and this trigger is an extreme, often unnecessary, the fight, flight, or freeze response. And so that's when people find themselves avoiding challenges that could benefit them in the long run or hanging back during social social interactions for no good reason. So I did find that very interesting. And also, I was thinking of what are some SLP fears So I I have SLP fears. Yeah, I think we all have SLP fears and maybe that's like too intense of a word or maybe there's certain populations or certain goals or certain insert an example here that you like to avoid or you just flat out don't want to do it. Well, I don't avoid because I have this personality where I'm like super stubborn and I think Mm. uh, if anyone can do it, then why can't I? So I don't want to not try because... I don't want to not know or it's obviously not impossible if somebody else is doing it. Right. So what makes me think I can't do it? Right. And that's good because you're preventing yourself from having limiting thoughts because when you are when you have fear, you can't move past it. And now you're limiting yourself to certain experiences. Right. And I don't want to do that. Good. But I do always get like whenever I get a call from a parent and they're giving me background and then they say my child is 18 months. I'm like, no, please. Why? I'm always like, how am I going to engage them? They're not going to stay still. They're going to throw everything. They're going to dump everything. They're just like mini giants like fee five foe fum i'm gonna puke on you and kick over your block tower like that's all they are so i'm like can't you like grow up a little bit before you call me but at the same time i know people do early intervention yes and if people can do it so can i yes you can and do it now i well i do i have other kids and then they're always never as bad as i think i think i just i don't know what baby in a cartoon like ruined it for me where i'm like those things are bad boss baby no. i haven't even seen that movie but just like big baby from toy story i guess that's what i picture <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> interesting uh, just like oh this thing is not it's not ripe yet i don't god, it's i don't want to it's not at, at its peak right now <laughs> so your slp fear can be the population Right. Mm -hmm. But it could also be. But it's always fine when I do it. Right. So it's like, why? But yeah, I always I always get in my own head. That's true. We all I think we all can get in our own head, which is what the point of this episode is, because later on, stay tuned. There is an 
uh, interview with my, I call her my work wife, but Emily Brulo and I, and uh, we talk about being prompt certified and how we did that journey together. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you want to talk about your fears first? Yeah. So then okay. my other fear is um, we had an episode about ABA. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So whenever I hear ABA, I cringe a little bit. Mm-hmm. ABA. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks for making me cringe. You're welcome. I should just throw a mouse at you. <laughs> definitely not equivalent but whatever because i'm not that afraid of it but um i just know so many people who had negative experiences with it um and i just know that there are also uh many articles that have been shared on social media about how like aba can be considered like potentially abusive and restrictive and not allowing a person to be who they are and trying to make them to conform to, you know, the standards of society. So um, I do think that ABA has its benefits. Mm -hmm. And um, I just don't think that I'm like a regimented person. So Mm -hmm. I don't think ABA is like a thing for me no matter what. Like for me, it's like I'm going to like pick the kid up and put him down and pick him up and put him down like Mm -hmm. 17 times and like Mm -hmm. teach language that way instead of being like demanding and Cause it just doesn't work for me. But what I do, like some people would be like, that will hurt my back. I am tired. I don't want to do that. Like the way or, I approach or, things or like the kid has to eventually learn to have the skills to sit because those are right. important prerequisite skills to well, communication. Well, I always do work on sitting right away just like, cause yeah. that's my number one anxiety. Like if a kid's <laughs> right. running all over the place, I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness, I can't. No, sitting is important. Sometimes you're yeah. going to have to lessen the task so they can sit. Oh, right. We're going to just do a puzzle. We're just going to stack pegs. We're just going to throw buckets in oh. a box. I don't know. Throw buckets in a box. Throw buckets throw, in a box. Throw, throw, throw blocks in a box bucket. is what. Okay. Yeah, or throw, a bucket. That's box. what I meant. Yes. My, um, my tip or trick. It's not even time yet, but before Whoa, I forget. Achiever. There's like, I got on Amazon just like, you know, that crinkly paper type toy. And it's like, it's soft on the outside, like felt. And then when you touch it, it crinkles like crinkly paper Mm. and it's just little squares. So every time my little two-year-old sits, I hand him that so that he can play with it. And when he gets up, I take it away. Yes, that's good. And and it now he sits nice. He also also I have like a Sesame Street puzzle that he likes. So he sits nice and does that. Now he sits good. Um, Good. Sits good. Yeah, I think that's fine. I like to say sits good. Okay. Um, whatever. He talks good. He sits good. Um, <laughs> he's good. <laughs> he speaks well. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I have like that ABA fear just because of like the negative connotation that I have with it just based on my own personal experiences. Like two people close to me in my life had children who did ABA mm-hmm. and like they found like bruises on their kid oh, and like no. their kid would be hysterically crying and the, they would be like trying to restrain themselves from going into the room. And they were even like educated people who were like, no, my kid's fine. I have to trust this person. And then after a while they like felt bad about the mom that they are because they realized like what that person was doing was too much. And right. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's so hard to like, thing to yourself i have to try so hard to push past this barrier of like wanting to protect my child and like just letting him cry Mm -hmm. but then it's like i let him cry and he actually got hurt and i should have done something 
So right. that's I mean, hard. I hear you. I've seen that happen before too. And that's where I'm just like, but that's, that's when it stops becoming ABA. And I'm like, this might not be a good match. The clinician right. with the thing, maybe the goals are wrong. Maybe we need to go back. Like, right. I don't want to be like, this is ABA's fault. I don't want to be like, Some, there was a breakdown here. I just think <laughs> too many like, people are allowed to do ABA. That's prob- probably a good point as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at an article as well that was sent to us by one of our listeners, and I want to just tell that listener thank you. I don't know if she wants to be named, who like brought this article to our attention because I didn't even know ABA was this like controversial. Oh, I did. I was I like, didn't what? Know ABA? No, it's not a, it's not a great. Well, because maybe you thing. come from a lot of wholesome professionals. Uh, oh well, yes. Who are conducting ABA in a appropriate manner. I mean, also, ABA has like there's there's standards, and you gotta move on before you master one thing you move on to the next like there's i like that and mm-hmm. there's checklists and there's parent questionnaires a lot of similar stuff to that what we have it's i know a, a lot of actors approach. who were just aba certified really i just i don't i don't see any act brad pitt maybe no no, no. like oh, actors okay. who like can't <laughs> get jobs so they get trained in aba and, and they, they that's like their day job oh. or like it's a lot of yeah I know a lot of like a lot of the ABA people were like special ed teachers and they like did see, ABA after different. school yeah yeah I didn't the people that I knew were like they're failing all their auditions and now they're pursuing ABA interesting because they're like lively okay well at least they have one good thing there well but yeah I don't know I don't know how I feel about that you know it's I don't know the experience I've had which is what I've like mostly talked about on the show. Like my personal experience with ABA was with people who are, who are educators, you know, who have experience with special ed or teachers or even like some paras I've seen do some ABA programs. Um, but like a BCBA will write the program and then they have to go over the programs with right. them and sit down with them and talk about what's the next step, you know? So I don't know. I, but it's good to know it's controversial. Yeah. It's good to know we're sparking the, controversy (laughs) yeah yes so i guess uh it really depends like everything Mm -hmm. so that's stepping outside your comfort zone if you work on an aba team i guess (laughs) right but i would totally be willing to do that because i think like when you know more you can do more so that's i'd rather not live in fear of something that's not going away i'd rather confront it and learn more about it so that i can figure it out yeah all right well i'm gonna talk about some tips to getting past your fears so first of all my biggest fear with uh my slp goal it was it's always been my slp slp goal to be actually that's i take that back i retract that statement it wasn't always my goal to be prompt certified but once i was almost at that point i kept like getting inside my own head and having the limited thoughts like oh i'm not good enough for this i need more practice i need to do this right my fingers are wrong my my this is wrong everything's wrong but um i definitely got past it so like when i first took the intro course i definitely didn't see myself going all the way with it so like a lot of times you might think you know what you want in life but it's not always gonna happen so like right. kind of have an open mind with everything yeah so which again applies to real life too you know because mm-hmm. speech is everything speech is sure everywhere is. right yep. <laughs> communication yep communication and uh i would 
get inside my own heads. And also, I think it helped that I had a buddy to do with me, Emily, and also a mentor, Gail. Shout out. She's great. Hey, Gail. Hey, Gail. Is Gail going to Asha? Ah, uh, not this year. Ah, nice. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, miss you. We'll miss you, Gail. Uh, so Forbes magazine actually had some tips of how to uh, get past your fear by like stepping outside your comfort zone because that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. So one tip I liked was do small activities to challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I would like video like even if it was like two minutes of a session and like watch it and like critique myself. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Check. No. Turn it into a learning experience. So there's a lot of like um different like prompt refreshers that I went to and I would like go there with videos and like really take into consideration what people were saying. And I'm like, okay, I'm here to learn. Like this is not like to for me to be like, Oh, I don't know anything, you know. Yeah, I feel like I talk about ego so much, but mm-hmm. like it would be super egotistical of you to think that you're gonna nail something that's yeah. like no, a I didn't professional like protocol right with yeah. limited experience like exactly it's inevitable that you were going to make mistakes mm-hmm. straight off the bat and like for you to shut down criticism because like it made you feel bad or something like that would be limiting yourself yeah so that's great that you were just like i'm like you know the what? opposite i'm, I'm like here. find something more to criticize yeah let people, me what can i work on you know when i showed somebody like that was good i'm like but what was bad tell me again what was bad so yeah. i could write it a hundred times like <laughs> so i could fix it and then it. i can beat myself yeah, later <laughs> for having done that yes. wrong thing Typical type A. Must be perfect. Right. I'm getting past that. Uh, Forbes magazine also talked about finding a mentor, which I recommend too. Mm -hmm. And then educating yourself and not to go at it alone. Get like a buddy to do something Mm -hmm. with. So if there's any like trainings you want to seek out or any populations or methodologies, like I guess ABA counts as a methodology, right? Yeah. That you want to pursue or learn more about. You know, step outside your comfort zone. And I mean, everything you do, you just do it one step at a time. Exactly. So yes. I feel like that's what I my approach to young kids was too. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to see, does he come over to me mm-hmm. or does he like stay in his own zone? Mm-hmm. If I have a toy, will he come play? Like, I'm not going to be like, come play with me. Right. Dragging him all yeah. over the place. It's just like, just take it easy. Like, see what happens. Yeah. And then see what you could learn from each session. Like, what worked right. and what didn't. What does he like and how can I integrate myself into that? Mm-hmm. And also the obvious answer, let's say, like, early intervention is, like, to step outside your comfort zone or ABA because they, they go hand in hand. Like, you could take a course online, you know? Right. <laughs> like, there's a, well, that, too. Well, I already too. did a bazillion of those. Well, I'm just saying. In case, but in it, case it, you it didn't. never, it, like, I knew all the facts for a right. while. I've known all the facts for, facts. like, years. Right. It's just doing it. I know. Yeah. That's always the thing. But also, it's like, after a while, things that concerned you kind of, like, stay within your brain. Mm-hmm. And then you're confronted with them with more experience and it's way easier than it was the first time. That's true. Because that experience has now like made you better. Mm -hmm. But in your head, you're just as sucky as you were when it was hard that first time. Right. You remind yourself. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I'm really bad at painting. I'm never going to be a good painter because when I was four, I tried to paint this picture and it was a disaster. And then like, 
you you grow up and you get better and then you are confronted with painting and then you're like i can't paint right i never could never never, would never will and then somebody's like let's have wine and do a paint night and you're like i'm picasso (laughs) look what i did it's the magic of wine (laughs) yeah the magic of wine and step-by-step directions right yes (laughs) terrible at paint nights just saying no you did that one painting oh yeah one time i was really focused on that one i was like nobody talk to me (laughs) i need to zone out nobody distract me with this background noise like nobody anyway it was a lot of hard work but it paid off so do does Eric Raj have a RTS SLP award? Because I wonder. We'll I, have to go to slpawards.us and see what type of award that he has that would be suiting for such an artsy SLP. Yeah, they even have the SLP Rockstar Award, nerdiest SLP, and they are nice and cute little ribbons that average about six dollars and now by being an slp wine and and cheese cheese listener you get free shipping with the coupon code wine and cheese in all capitals Mm -hmm. wine and cheese one word all capitals yeah so send us an award send your friend an award send that other slp who gives you unsolicited advice that you can't stand give her an award or him or him give him a nice award so that maybe he'll stop doing that it's a good idea actually <laughs> kill him with kindness exactly yeah i agree with that I like- hey everyone slp's wine and cheese or deb and maria us will be at the ASHA convention in orlando we will be at booth number 896 we will be selling SLP t-shirts and look out for our Instagram to vote for your favorite designs. And we're going to have some freebies, some contests, lots of exciting things, and maybe even some free wine. I think we'll definitely have free wine. Okay, but we don't know if we can, if we're allowed. So I know, we don't know, but we're going to see and then maybe Maria and I will get thrown out and then <laughs> you guys can find us out on the sidewalk with our wine and uh, we'll party there. Um, we're also likely going to have an ASHA after ASHA event Thursday, November 21st around 6 7 o'clock. Haven't decided that totally yet, but stay tuned to the Instagram for more information. This episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese is brought to you by SLP Toolkit. Hi, everyone. This is Deb, and I'm here with Sarah and Lisa of SLP Toolkit. Hey, ladies. What's (laughs) We're breaking down 10 reasons why you need Toolkit in your SLP life. And here we are today with reason number six, Medicaid billing in five minutes or less a day. I don't do Medicaid billing, but if I had to, I'd probably quit the field entirely. So you (laughs) ladies tell us about it. Well, what's so awesome is Medicaid, if you do have to do it, you know exactly how horrible and painful it is to do because usually people are writing down their um, data on paper sheets and then what Medicaid requires you to do is retype all of that into a separate computer software. So you've already taken your data, but then you just have to recreate it. And so it's horrible. It takes, I think when we um, surveyed our district, people were saying like maybe 30 to 60 minutes a day to do it and so if you start to take your data digitally there's this awesome little dollar sign 
next to each data event that extracts all that data that you can copy into your Medicaid billing software and it literally takes five minutes for your whole day, all of your sessions done. Boom. Game changer. I mean, that sounds like reason enough for me. So sign up for free at slptoolkit.com. And when you're ready to subscribe, use the promo code wine and cheese, all lowercase letters to get $24 off the annual cost of toolkit or your first month free. And now our interview with Miss Emily Brulo. So here I am for my segment, Relaxing with Maria, and I have with me the amazing and my fellow work wife, Emily Brulo. Welcome, Emily. Hi, I'm happy to be back. Thank you for yes, having me. Yes, thank you for coming back. So Emily has been on one of our premium episodes where I think it's just called, it's just your name in the title of the episode. So the listeners can go back and listen. And uh, there were a few loose ends in that conversation that we wanted to tie up today. So uh, why don't you tell us about yourself? So I'm Emily. I work with Maria, and I've known Maria for over 10 years. We went to undergrad and grad school together. St. John's. Yes. And Deb went to St. John's, too. Yes, I know Deb also. Were you in our class when Deb didn't have the slides? Yes, I remember it fondly. Oh, Oh, yeah. But I will say that even though Deb didn't have a PowerPoint presentation, she knew what was supposed to be on that slide, and she rocked that presentation. She did awesome. Yes. Oh, <laughs> we didn't get into what I'm drinking. Emily's not feeling so well, so I just came over Emily's house to drink her drinks and pick <laughs> her brain, and she's cool with it. Thanks, Emily. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are going to go see Third Eye Blind after this. Yes, I'm very excited. Maybe Meet. I'll have a drink later, but... Yes, we'll wait. save it. Mm-hmm. I'll have one for the both of us right now. Sure. And I'm having a spike seltzer, the clementine hibiscus, and it says it's zero sugar and only 90 calories. And Do really I believe good. this? They're really good. They don't give me a, a headache like the um, other things, the beers and stuff, or no, like Smirnoff you... ice. Oh yeah, There's so much sugar in That's those. That's a lot of sugar. You're yeah. right. Emily is almost going to be 30. Almost. We just had Deb's birthday yesterday. She, where her and I are officially like in our 30s, mm-hmm. and I think we're happy. So yeah, 30, flirty, thriving. That's right. <laughs> so soon you're going to join that club. Yes. But you're like inching pretty close with this drink, you know? Yeah, that's Less a very sugar. responsible 30-year-old beverage. Yes, it is. I'm about that. Good job, Em. <laughs> Cheers. I vote drink this. It's not like overly sweet. No, and there's a pear elderflower off flavor, which is very sophisticated oh. and refined for a 30-year-old. Yes. And this, I'm having this clementine hibiscus. I feel like you can't go wrong with hibiscus. No, you can't. Okay. So tell us. So you, um, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. You went to St. John's. Um, and, and now I work with you. Yes. And we both work in a public school for the Department of Education. We work with children with autism, Down syndrome. We have a great school. We work with really amazing children, staff, yes. therapists. And I'm very happy. And I'm mm-hmm. working with summer school, so I'm still there. Yes. So I'm not working summer school this year. And how do you feel? How does it feel without me? It's Be sad. honest. I, oh, I, I do so miss sweet. you. Oh, I miss you too. But, In a weird way. I'm like, I'm not at work right now. It's weird. Like, yeah, you know. But I still talk to you all the time. And like all your stuff is there. 
Right. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> Again, feel free. If it goes missing, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm in the declutter mode. I also have some of your students that I, I picked up for the summer so that, you know, I feel a little bit closer to you. Right. Experiencing like, what you've experienced yes. throughout the year. You see, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> the grass is always greener on the other side. So. Yeah. <laughs> so how is summer school going? So far, we're, we just finished up our second week. It's flying by. Mm -hmm. It's going really well. It's an amusement park theme. So we're doing all sorts of fun stuff. And um, I modified Maria's caribou game with all amusement park vocabulary. And I'm trying to make it as functional as possible for our students because some of them may not be frequent visitors to an amusement park, but we are going on a trip at the end of the summer to an amusement park in Brooklyn. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, that, that'll help them kind of get the bigger picture. Coney Island? Not Coney Island. Oh, okay. Because it's by the water and we're not allowed to go anywhere near the water. It's a major Department of Education rule, but yes. we're going to um, Adventurers, which is right off of the Belt Parkway. Oh, Belt Parkway. I said yes. It's okay. Belt Parkway. Yes. You could always prompt me. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. So now what's different, the big thing that's different with you and I now is now, let's get a cheers to this. Emily and cheers. I are both prompt certified. certified. <laughs> woo, woo. And we Yay. both had the same mentor, Gail. We did. And Gail was amazing. Yes. Shout out to Gail. She is a listener. Yes. We love you, Gail. Me too. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking. So <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk more about prompts later. So how... Um, how do you feel about like the uh, amusement park theme? Did you like this theme this year too? Because last year they had camping. I know you were really into camping. No, you know, my favorite theme of all time is space. Right. Yes. It's, it's... Emily. <laughs> Emily loves space. Yes. That is my like in my top three themes. So mm -hmm. it wasn't space last year. It's not space this year, but that's okay. Right. Because um, sometimes we have to let things go. We do. Yes. But amusement park is different. It's fun. It's not what I was expecting better than doing the beach again right you know. i know it's like <laughs> as much as i love the beach it's a beach theme for the summer it's like all right we get it groundbreaking <laughs> groundbreaking i do like the amusement park theme because there's so many different aspects yeah. of an amusement park like the yeah. foods you eat in the amusement park yeah, the waiting ride online waiting it's such a good concept for our kids waiting online is Even great prepositions. i've been on a big preposition kit like okay like, tell know, us like, about that you go on the ride or the ride goes in the tunnel and you know you sit in the seats and you have to put the seat belt on, on. like Great. Big on prepositions this month. Good. Great. I'm like, <laughs> cheers to prepositions. Yeah. And prepositions are those like small little nuances of mm -hmm. language, but that makes such a huge difference in what you're about to say. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go on the ride. I'm going to go under the ride. Mm -hmm. You're like, whoa, whoa. No one's going under a ride. No. <laughs> We're going on it. <laughs> so it's important to specify that. Yes. So as we do with all our guests, we're going to play a this or that game to get to know you a little more. Okay, sounds fun. Yes, so it's similar to the game that you like, Eat It or Wear It. Tell us about that game. Oh, so we have a lot of students at our site that are verbal. They are speaking, reading, writing. They have a little bit of a pragmatic deficit, um, especially our older students. So mm -hmm. sometimes we like to play a little silly game called Eat It or Wear It, mm -hmm. just as a little icebreaker warm-up. So it might be spaghetti. And then they have to tell eat us it. eat it or wear it. And, right. And um, we definitely don't spend 30 minutes on this. It's a quick two-minute thing. But they think it's so much fun, and they take turns with each other, and it's really fun. Yeah, exactly. So it's similar to Eat It or Wear It. <laughs> okay. 
only there's no quote unquote right or wrong answer. Okay. Because it's just like what you think. So I'm just going to ask you an array of, I'll do 15 questions for today. Okay. And uh, you'll just pick the first answer that comes to your head. All right. Holiday break or summer break? Summer break. Silver jewelry or gold? Gold. You know I'm about that rose gold. Ro- yes, roll gold. rose gold, secret <laughs> answer. International or domestic travel? International. Gotcha. Massage or facial? Facial. Yes. Oh, and just to veer off this topic, Emily has gotten me into Mario Badescu. Mm-hmm. We are Ulta lovers. We are. Yes. Okay. Just side note there. Uh, swimming or sunbathing? Swimming. Red or white wine? White wine. Soft cheese or hard cheese? Such a tough question. Um, I'm going to say hard cheese. Okay. So, oh, sorry. Money or fame? Money. Splurge on breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Cactus or flowers? Flowers. DJ or band? Band. Cake or donuts? Donuts. And ice or hot coffee? Iced. Okay. All right. How do you feel about your answers? I feel very definitively sure. Great. <laughs> That's a great feeling. Yeah. All right. So getting back. So you and I, we did our prompt projects together. So yeah. we, let's go back to that. So we had the same mentor. Um, what do you remember the most now? I mean, it's only like July slash August yeah. when this episode airs. Um, so, you know, it's like we just went through it. It's still fresh in our mind. Mm-hmm. What do you remember about this whole certification project in general? I remember... We both started, you started a month earlier than me around November and I started in December. So mm-hmm. we really like went through the holidays and in the back of every one of my videos, there's like, you know, I changed the decorations for the season right. and it was a great learning experience. It was yes. also a really stressful time in both of our lives yes. and, and we coped with it in different ways. Yes. But we supported each other. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were some of the ways that you helped cope with the stress? Um... I don't know. Like I, by speaking to you, by speaking to Gail, Mm -hmm. um, by refilming myself as many times as I felt I needed to. And and as the project continued, I felt more confident. Me too, actually. Mm -hmm. Which video? So the way the prompt certification project happens, not to give away too many details, you have to do a series of like, I'll say four to five videos, right? So you progress over time and you get more confident and then the hardest video for me was the one in the middle the third yeah (laughs) and I think and I was like okay so I remember when you were going through your like third video panic I was like I've been there um I was probably even worse than you were but like I promise the fourth one will be easier and better so hopefully I helped you with that Yeah, yeah no you definitely did it was nice that you were a month ahead of me so I got to actually see Right. We're in the same room. Yes. So I saw it with my eyes, mm-hmm. what you were going through, and it was just really great to have oh, good. You know, a prompt buddy. Yes, it really was. <laughs> Get yourself a prompt buddy. Yes. We totally recommend that, right? Yes, I do. And we did the bridging course together. We did. And then I did the video, like the third one, the technique video, year before you. Yes. And then we did the project together. Yes. So get yourself a prompt buddy. 
Yeah. Because also if you don't have a prompt buddy, you don't have somebody that you could just go up to and be like, I forgot all the prompts. Prompt Bob on me really quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you're so nervous and you yeah. need to feel it. You know, I need that tactile kinesthetic input to right. make that connection in my brain from my own knowledge. Exactly. <laughs> yes. There's levels to this. Yeah. That's another thing I remember a lot with prompt is uh, there's, it's not like when people might think prompt, oh, like you touch the client's face. Like there's so much more yes. than that. And like, I feel like that's opened my eyes too. So that's like one of the good things about prompt, I would say. <laughs> it oh, like yeah. opens your eyes to different, I guess, uh, things in speech, it, you know? It's, it's just a different way of thinking. You think and you look with your eyes and not necessarily your ears exclusively. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a whole, whole, holistic approach. It is holistic. It That's really my is. Favorite word now. Yes. <laughs> this is a holistic interview. Can we? We'll talk about different things sure. and the environment. We're in Emily's beautiful basement right now. Thank you. Emily was telling me about the gray walls, yeah. right? Interior. Emily also likes to interior design. Mm -hmm. I do. And I feel like we learned that in prompt too. The environment of your therapy is also important. Yeah, my basement right. would make an awesome therapy room. It, yes, it would. There's nothing here. There's just the yeah, couch. There's it's just no distractions. Bare walls. I love yeah. it. Gray, grayish. It's calming. It is calming. I do like the neat lines. Yeah, I have a closet full of toys. Great. <laughs> so you're ready. Yeah, Good yeah. for you. <laughs> Great. So uh, what about if you could like look back and maybe redo the project? What would you like maybe redo or... Because I have a good answer for myself. If you want, I can go first. Um, you go first. Okay. I feel like I was so like uptight with it. Like I should have had more fun with it looking back, you know? And I feel like that's, I should have gotten a little bit more goofy with my client. I feel like he's kind of like a funny kid and he probably could have like benefited from that too. Let out his side, let oh, out yeah. my side. And I like kind of like put a wall up, I think. Mm -hmm. But you know, you live and you learn. Now I know going forward, you know, just go in and be like my fun, goosey, goofy self, like, you know? Yeah. Be who you actually authentically are, which you are a fun therapist. You're oh, not thanks. Boring. Yeah. Neither are you. Thank you. Well, I think in my project, I was a little bit goofy because the, you were. the student that I had, she's a great kid. Um, and she is not on the autism spectrum. She has other, um, limitations and a different diagnosis but she is socially very aware and, and appropriate for the mm -hmm. most part so that was her strength and I played into that and we had a lot of fun and good and I really was very goofy and, and anything silly that she did we made a hat and we wore silly hats and yeah and it was a good time and I still have the student and, and I'll have her next year and, and she had benefited so greatly from this project she's like a different kid yeah it's amazing I and, know and I have Maria's student now too over the summer oh you have him uh, or her you know not to give anything away yeah <laughs> him or her I have that student uh-huh that student and pronouns matter yeah and and they are Still a great personality mm -hmm. and a lot of fun to work with. Yes. And you got to tap into that. I like that you said you have to really play to their strengths. Absolutely. Because that's, you know, it's like you link into something that they're good at and you build from there. Yes. Yes. I know. I was a little too uptight with the video, I guess. You know, the video is a little bit of a, a mind game if you let it be, which I guess I let it be, but it's okay. 
Yeah. It's behind me now. You know, you live and you learn. (laughs) I was so hung up on like, oh, I don't like how I look on the camera. And then I soon realized after the first video, it doesn't matter. Nobody's looking at you and what you look like. They're looking at how you're working with that child and that interaction. Yes, that's true. So you let that go sooner. I did. I I gave it up. Right. It's not about me. It's about my practice and the, the client's progress. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. It was definitely a journey, as we say, <laughs> as Gail said, too. It was. And, you know, this might sound corny, but it's it really okay. did change the way that I approach my therapy now. Yes. And it's it's something that I see myself continuing with going forward. And mm-hmm. the instructor who graded my project was amazing. Her name yes. is Michelle Wirtz, and um, I learned so much from her Yeah, give well. her a shout-out. Hopefully yeah. she could listen to this. She was great. And I had Carolyn. Shout-out to Carolyn. Yeah, our yes. instructors. And my instructor um, is certified in Hannon, which mm. was something that I had always heard about but I wasn't as familiar with. And now after learning about it from her and, and looking into it, it's definitely something that's on my radar that I would like to be trained in because it aligns so nicely with what I personally believe involving having the child take the lead and and really following um, where they want to go with the session and uh, working from there. Wow. Okay. See, it's great when you have like such a great coworker that we share close quarters with and like now maybe like I'm not going to get certified at hand, but like if you get certified and I see your style and you tell me a little bit about it, now I can meet it thing this is you know right. on my radar for the future yeah i get you know me i get overwhelmed easy i'm like whoa 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 we yeah. just got prompt <laughs> let me talk about more certifications yeah i'll save that for the next asha ceu window <laughs> i have my 30 for this period yes <laughs> that's right and you haven't been to asha yet either no. so that's something else i would love for us to go together yes. right i would love to someday attend asha you will mm-hmm. it's always there Asha's yeah. always there yeah even if we go when we're Old and gray. Yeah. <laughs> like, That'll be fun, actually. That go. would be fun. <laughs> we just won't care anymore at that yeah, point. Yeah. We'll oh, we'll just say no. It's great. Yeah. So we are going to go to our Third Eye Blind concert that Emily uh, spearheaded this mission for us to go. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes. And Jimmy Eat World. Yes. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. But actually, so we're going to soon wrap up this interview. So, but one more thing I wanted to make a point so um you have some students now that you're working summer school and of course you're incorporating the theme and their goals and like everything that the teachers are doing but now you also have like prompt goggles now too so do you feel like that has changed your therapy absolutely I just every child that I work with especially the students that are new to me this summer they're not the students that I've had all year round Mm -hmm. when I'm meeting them and assessing them and getting to know them. I'm looking at it, not just, okay, how was their speech, but I'm looking at them as a whole child holistically and really just honing in on, do they have eye contact? Are they taking turns and play? And for a lot of the new students that I have this summer, they're only in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about maybe keeping some of them on my caseload and, and seeing where they go over maybe the next year with prompt. Right. Yeah. Yeah, You can really track the progress. I feel like taking videos is really good to track progress too. I mean, given video consent and all that. Yes. Because then you could see like over time. And we're very good about that at our site. We are always filming, you know, we're always having film festivals and Mm -hmm. making seasonal videos for the kids. So 
Yeah, video modeling has a lot of research, actually. Yeah, even video social stories. Oh, did you one. did you make a you? That's yeah. your next project. Oh, you made that? I did. Can for... you tell us about that? Yes. Emily's excellent with uh, incorporating technology and <laughs> iMovie. So is Maria. Oh, thank you. Um, so a lot of our students that we both shared and we've had them for six years. I know. Graduated this our year. Our babies are graduating. Yeah. But they're doing great. Yes. So. They're ready to step up to the next Yeah, they're going to chapter. sixth grade and they're leaving our site. They're going to a new building, new new teachers, new speech therapists. So I made them an iMovie and it's all about my new school and it's pictures of them from when we went to visit their new school and it's mm. pictures of the new staff and you know, we watch it every day in summer school. So by the time they get to school in September, they're gonna know, okay, this is the gym, this is my classroom, this is my teacher. And they'll feel a little bit more familiar with it. Wow. I think that's so great that you did that. Thank you. Do you think you're going to give the parents a link so they could watch it maybe over summer break? That's or? a good idea. It, it is a private link on YouTube, but I could definitely send it home. I didn't even think of that. So Okay. Sorry you. to give you more work. <gasps> I feel like sorry. I do this a lot. I have all these ideas. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, wow, I just gave you more work. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It, it's good work. So That's true. <laughs> I, this is great because it's a social story, mm-hmm. which we've talked about also on the show, how important it is. And I think for any typical sixth grader going to intermediate school would probably be, is, not probably, is so anxiety inducing. I mean, even mm-hmm. when we went to sixth grade, right? Weren't you nervous? and like? Yeah. Well, I was in the same school from kindergarten to sixth grade. We moved and then I started middle school in seventh grade. Okay. And that was really rough because... Everybody else knew each other, and I was right. the new student in seventh grade. But oh, I used my pragmatic skills, and you know, right, and friends, and yeah, and you have those pragmatic skills. So we have to. Did you? I don't know. What does the video entail? Just like pictures of, like a kind of like an intro video. It's pictures. It's some video clips, and then I had the students within their speech sessions record their own voices. Oh, you know, nice. this is my new school. This is our cafeteria, and then you know we tied it in with this school happens to serve pizza every single day, which, you know, maybe I don't agree with that, but right. it's very exciting to our students. Yes, so if, it if, is. If that's the buy-in that their new school is great because they have pizza, then so be it. Yeah, I Until agree with teach that. teach some new options. If I had to get a new job and my buy-in was every day they serve pizza, I would be thrilled as well. So <laughs> yeah. nothing's wrong with some pizza. Pizza is a classic. You know? Pizza is. Pizza is good, but... Yeah, you know. know there's like trends in life? Yeah. And pizza is definitely a classic food. It is. Yeah. Do you think donuts are classic? Donuts are a trend. Mm. So it was um, cupcakes. So it was cupcakes, Then it was yeah. cake pops, and now it's yeah. donuts. And now it's donuts. I don't know. What is it going to be next? What's next? Hmm. Pie. I feel like <laughs> pie. Pie <laughs> might come back. You're right. Yeah. Pie is good. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. Emily predicted the new trend. We'll see. <laughs> But, um, all right, so I think we covered it all, right? Prompt, check. Donuts, check. Interior design, check. Yeah. Mario Badescu, check. All the things we love, really. Speech. Yeah. So, Oh, so modeling the social story. Mm-hmm. So you're making like a social story where they're, you're, expect, you're giving them the expectations, you're using their own voice, you're using realistic pictures of the school. Yeah, it's real pictures of the school and them in the school. Oh, and then them in the school from when they went to the trip. Yes. Wow. I'm you actually, got... I think it's a really cool story. I'm proud of it. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're talking about it on our show. Yeah. 
Look and at and that. the new staff at the school that they're going to has seen it and they think it's cute and funny because they're in it. And it, you know, it's like, hi, Mr. So-and-so. Yeah. And hi, Mr. Figaro, whatever. And then <laughs> Mr. Figaro now can have that video too. Yeah. That's good. You should probably, not to give you more work again, you could send it to the teachers or even the speech therapist that you know at that school. I work at the speech therapist. I work with the speech therapist from that school. Um, You know, we stay in contact and she's excellent. So I know that my babies are going into very good hands. Yes. And that makes me feel a lot better. Good. Yeah. See, teamwork makes the dream work. That's great. So I feel like, uh, I mean, I just sent a quote, but if you would like to end us off on a quote, as we always like to feature our quotes on our instagram it doesn't have to be like anything too crazy can until you can do better and this is something that i follow because it's it's not wrong to not be educated in something or to you know if you're not certain about something like i wasn't sure how to use um the walker that one of my students in a wheelchair uses Mm -hmm. so i went and i asked the pt like how do i can i work with the student in the standard do i need to take them out of the standard so now i know i could work with her in the standard and she gets a little bit of PT and speech at the same time. I think that's excellent. Thank you for that quote. I'm sure. So on that note, I'm Maria. I'm Emily. Good night, everyone. Good night. That's our episode. Thank you so much for listening to SLP's Wine and Cheese. Please remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and wherever podcasts are heard. Yes, and feel free to leave us a review on iTunes as well. We We love to read those. Yes, we love to read them and we greatly appreciate them. Thank you so much. And if you have any questions or comments or show suggestions, send us an email at slpswineandcheese at gmail.com. Have a good day, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.